not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with you. Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture films and TV shows. I am your quarterback host, Chris, and with me as always is my linebacker co-host, Sam. How are you doing, my friend? I'm not. I'm feeling uh, slightly super at the minute, I'm, uh, yeah. and I'm just eating a bowl of cereal. So you're, you're eating a bowl of cereal on the pod, or you have ate that bowl of cereal? Uh, it was just a lie. It was just to get the word "bowl" in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if I had a guest, quarterback, linebacker, Super Bowl. We're talking about the Super Bowl trailers that released this year during the. What is it this year? The 59th, 60th Super Bowl? I can't remember how many Super Bowls have been. Some would say we're talking about the lack thereof of uh, trailers from the Super Bowl because it's been a bit of a lackluster yeah. year, hasn't it, to be fair? They're not too yes. much coming out. But before we get into that, anyway, that's like the main subject. That's the trailer segment at the end. Do you know what episode number this is for the listeners, Chris? Uh, 63 it is certainly 63 and look at that do you know where the listeners can follow us right up at the top because we know we do a terrible job at plugging the socials i mean the same place you can always follow us get real pod um on instagram facebook twitter uh get real pod uk at gmail.com if you want to submit a letter to the podcast yeah or if you've got a subject that you really want us to talk about because uh there's not even any films coming out there's no trailers coming out either so uh no yeah right okay shall we move on to the uh famous segment of wwbw what have you been watching <laughs> what we've been watching even otherwise, otherwise it would be wybw and that's not as not as catchy as WWBW. So WWBW, Chris. <laughs> You've lost me. I've lost myself. I've lost it. <laughs> lost the plot. It's been a long ass day with work for everybody. So, Sam, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first since you asked me. Uh, what I watched, uh, not very much because I've been working from home. So uh, I've uh, not been able to binge as much as what I'd want to. Um, which is kind of weird because you'd think it'd be the opposite. You'd think I'd be able to binge kind of as much as what I can, but uh, you realise how unproductive you become when you're doing it. Um, so really, I've not really watched any films. I've just been watching... I've been watching Snowpiercer still, um, season two of that, with uh, old Sean being back in it. Uh, and I've also been watching Vikings. I'm on about season three now of Vikings, and I'm really enjoying that at the moment. Uh, and I've also just started watching Critical Role Campaign 2. So I'm just kind of cycling the binge a little bit between those three at the minute. You're cycling through those, but the most important thing is you've started Critical Role Season 2. <laughs> yeah, so I've started the second campaign because I was going to start the first one. But it was like, mm, I don't know. It felt a bit because I think they were live streaming it at the same time. And I know they did that anyway. But it felt, yeah. I don't know, it felt a little bit rough. Season pro- one's yeah. rough to get into now. Like I, I like I watched the odd few episodes of season one, and then I've watched some recaps of it. But you don't need to know anything about season one to dive into season two. Yeah, so you're better off just watching season two. It's so good. Like, and it is hard to go back to season one because the first like first like maybe ten fifteen episodes are kind of hard to get through because they are quite rough and like the audio is not as great and stuff because. It was like what 
six years ago now that maybe yeah and the production quality of campaign two is really good like it's oh, all so good really high um and all, i mean i've literally just got through the character introductions and that's as far as i've got but I've because we we're, we're playing one for ages yeah because we're <laughs> playing D D. We've actually got two campaigns going between us and the Get Real Gaming guys. So, yeah, I thought we'll get into it a little bit. And uh, it's something to just binge while I've not got anything else better to do and just have I was literally, I started watching it um, as like, I was like mostly listening to it as a podcast while I was working. Um, I was in the office and I'd get through like two episodes a day or an episode and a half a day. Yeah, it's like three and a half hours, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, three and a half to five hours they typically run. Uh, and then I've also, um, obviously, we've chatted about it pre-pod and how we were going to wait to have a big wrap-up episode, but I've also been watching WandaVision, and that's been incredibly good. Okay, um, but no but spoilers. We're not, but we're not going to talk about it. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that last scene. We will Holy... talk about it on We'll talk our... about episode five, because episode six comes out tomorrow for us. Yeah, well, no, no, we're going to talk about the whole thing in our season wrap-up of it, because we did no, a first know, impressions, I mean... we did a first impressions, and then we're going to wrap it up. That's the new yeah. format of the TV shows, because Mandalorian was a bit off, like, it was just a bit wild, we were, like, talking about every episode every week, <laughs> and it was pretty much... But anyway, yeah, we're not going to do that. Anyway, what have you been watching, Chris? Right, well, I've finally, this year, like, I've been saying for the last few years I'm going to do it, I'm keeping a list of everything that I watch this year. So I've gone back and I made a list. I'm trying to remember when we recorded last time. I can't remember. Did I mention Anna and the Apocalypse on last week's episode? Uh, I think you did. Yeah, I think I remember you mentioning it. Okay. Um, I know I spoke to the boys about it. Um, I watched Anima as well. Did I mention that? Um, uh, I can't remember. That's a 15-minute short uh, with tom young from radiohead in it um it's just like a 10 minute musical visual dance thing it's it's actually really cool to watch you should watch it um so the main things that i've watched this week over the weekend um like we said wandavision still watching that um i'm finishing modern family we're nearly finished season 11 now which is the final season Mm -hmm. um but I wanted to depress myself, so I watched some really depressing films. I didn't want to depress myself. I wanted to watch some great films I've not got around to watching or wanted to rewatch. So I rewatched Zodiac. Nice. Um, amazing David Fincher film, Robert Downey Jr., um, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Amazing. Um, I've also been ranking them all as well. So okay. I gave Zodiac like a 8, 8.5. Um. Also, the whole get... thing about the Zodiac murders are just fascinating. You need to get that. What's that um, app called that everyone has? That social uh, media Letterboxd. Yeah, you need Is to it? put it all on Letterbox. Yeah, probably should. Rather I'm than just putting it in the notes, notes on, on your phone, phone for nobody to read. Yeah, or you um, become a. You could become a full. You know, you could even put it on the socials if you really wanted. Uh, every every week when I make a film, or maybe a weekly rundown of like my thoughts. I don't know, like, my my scores are changing at the moment, so I didn't want to throw them up anywhere straight away. Mm. Interesting. Um, So, after that, I watched uh, Dark Waters. Okay. Which is Mark Ruffalo. I went on, like, a Mark Ruffalo, Jake Gyllenhaal binge after this. Mm -hmm. Um, He's playing a real-life attorney who is fighting for the case of, like, well it ends up being pretty much everyone in the world but i think it's in ohio 
um, where the DuPont uh, chemicals factories were, and it was the whole scandal during the 90s and early 2000s um, about Teflon and um, PFOA poisoning people. And it So it tells you at the end of the film that 99% of the world is infected by some sort of carbon poisoning from these products in the water and everything like that. So that's why cancer cases are on the rise and everything. But he fought this case for like 20 years before they got a single penny out of anyone. Um, And he's still fighting the cases to this day. It started in 93? So that's mental. Um, I gave that an 8 out of 10. Um, Matt Ruffalo's performance in it is amazing. Um, I think it was mostly just the story really gripped me as well. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I watched Prisoners. I finally got round to watching oh, Prisoners. I had seen the... part of it a while ago. Oh, that's the what is it? Jake is it Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman and Hugh Terrence Jackman. Howard. That's it. Yeah. And then, wow. um, what's his name? He's playing the Riddler. Um. Oh, Paul Dano. Yeah, Paul Dano. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget his name and then as soon as I remember it, it stuck in my head for two days. Um yeah, that film is incredible. It's uh Denise You as well. Oh um, nice. Roger yeah. Deacon's cinematography. It's a gorgeous film. It hits hard. Nine out of ten I gave it. Um I was thinking about maybe a nine point five out of ten. Um, um I thought it was fantastic. It was Viola Davis as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It works on so many levels. Um it's got the guy that plays Polka Dot Man as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. David um, Dastmalchian. I think that's how he's it. Yeah. Um, he was in a bloody uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. He's in Ant-Man, yeah. yeah. Baba Yaga. I'll uh, add that to my <laughs> list to watch, Baba Yaga. actually. Yeah, I'll add it to Oh, it's list. amazing. It's on Netflix, so definitely watch it. Um, yeah. Like I said, I watched like the first 15 minutes of it a while ago. Um, like a couple of years ago, and I just wasn't in the right place at the time to watch it, so I was like, right, okay. I just sort of got put on the back burner, so I finally watched it. I thought mm-hmm. it was fucking incredible. Um, just visually, it's stunning, and it grips you. It's so long, but you're gripped throughout. And I remember like, this film actually coming out. Choices. Yeah, I remember this actually coming out years and years ago. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember... 2016, was it? 2013. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's... That's everything that I've been watching. Cool. Right, normally we talk about trailers, but uh, yeah, the whole thing's going to be about trailers, so we're going to swiftly move on to some uh, newsy news. Mr. Loose Rumor back in the house. Sorry, uh, <coughs> Loose Rumor back in the house. Um, he's, uh, we put down a little box for him this time. He's not He's not given a big old honking news dump. No, thankfully Just a not. a bit of a I news mean, dump. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to run through the stories that I've got? Because I've got quite a bit here. Um, so yeah, we can you shoot. through, and then if, if I've missed anything, you can then uh, pick pick me up at the end. Um, yep. So, uh, working back from earlier on this week towards the end of last week, uh, we had breaking news about all the DC uh, TV properties. So, The Flash had been renewed for another season. Yeah, It's the never-ending TV show, apparently. Um, Batwoman has been renewed for season three. And Superman and Lois has now gotten a two additional episodes. Okay. 
Have you seen the trailer for Superman and Lois? Because it came out a couple of weeks ago and I forgot to talk about it on the podcast because I forgot about it. No, to be honest with you, the CW, DC TV show stuff, I've just kind of... I remember watching The Flash and then I just kind of lost interest because it just... It had that whole TV show superhero formula um, yeah. for the CW stuff where it's like big thing happens, uh, small one-off other things happen until the end of the season and another big thing happens and then we'll put it's, the big thing it's happen. literally with the cw shows because i used to watch them all religiously like i watched like five seasons of arrow like three and a half seasons of flash and stuff like that Brutal. literally you could tell you're like right okay it's episode eight we're gonna get like the first big reveal of the season episode 12 is like the halfway point so like this is where the stakes get like mega and then after like episode 12 you're not really going to get many individual episodes and then like okay there's three minutes left of the episode wait for another big reveal and it's always like the new friend or ally for this season is always the villain (laughs) yeah you would have thought they would learn maybe just don't like get new people involved in the team (laughs) yeah that's it but um yeah, and there was that. So no, I've, I mean, what were you going to say about Superman and Lois? By the way, because I've not. Um, they seem to, from what I think I realized from the trailer, um, it seems like they've adopted two kids and they take them back to the ranch where Clark grew up, uh, the Kent Ranch, and then like eventually ends up revealing to the kids that he's Superman. And it's sort of him with two teenage boys trying to come to terms with the fact that their father's a superhero, um, what he can do for the world, like maybe why he's not doing certain things and stuff like it seems like more of a family drama, which was interesting for a Superman film. Mm. Or property T V mm. show. Interesting. I mean Superman has a lot of family drama. He has that in Man of Steel as well, doesn't he? So Yeah. But not like family family. Not like super family. Anyway. <laughs> um we got a look at um obviously bits and bobs from the falcon and the winter soldier coming up uh but it was confirmed that war machine will be making an appearance in it as well yes uh we actually knew that before last week's episode but i completely spaced on that when we were going mm. through the news yeah uh we had the loss of christopher Plummer, which is really sad that happened last we week um died at 91 years young it's mad crazy that's, that's an age that though like fair play and he did so yeah. much as well. Even well, right up until Knives Out, I think was the last thing that he did. I think he did something after that. Um, did he do something after that? Well, I think it was a smaller part. Yeah, yeah, crazy though. He was uh, he was awesome in Knives Out. So good. But yeah, no, rest in peace, Christopher Plummer. Uh, moving on, um, there were there were reportedly sightings of William Defoe on the set of Spider Man Three. Now, what is going on with Spider Man Three? Because I've seen so much stuff of like Tom Holland like being like, even I don't know what's going on in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> but we have to remember this is Tom Holland who spoils everything. So he's probably just been told, look, you don't know what's going on and nobody's going to tell you what's going on because you will leak what's going on. Yeah, apparently he said that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire aren't in this movie. I mean, um, somebody actually did a roundup of what's just rumours and what's confirmed at the moment. And like a lot of stuff that a lot of people are saying is confirmed is like not 100% confirmed yet. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of reportedly this, reportedly that. Everyone's getting a little bit overexcited maybe. Yeah. Oh, this person's been seen on set. This person's been seen on set. Like they they've said so many people have been seen on set but no photos have been taken, but yet yeah, we're getting photos of Zandaya and 
Tom Holland on set, so it's like, why aren't people snapping mm. photos of all these cameos and stuff? So anyway, these this is like the Bruce Loomer section. This is where he starts to pipe up. Um, Chris Evans to play two characters in Doctor Strange 2. Now, this kind of lines up a little bit because there was talks about him renewing his contract and everything, wasn't there, mm-hmm. and uh, signing for a few more appearances. So could he or could he not be playing the Human Torch and it be going call Multiverse of Madness? Because Did we, did we not speak about this week? Last weekend, or did we speak about it privately? We've spoken about it in the middle of... Um, I think it was on our WhatsApp group, because you said you were going to scream if the human torch appeared. Yeah. I'm sure I just uh, remember talking to somebody out loud about it as well, but it was that long ago since we recorded the last episode, so... Yeah. <laughs> like, all this normally breaks right after we finish recording, so I can yeah, never remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that'd be cool. And I think it kind of... Like uh, I said, I think it kind of lines up, especially with some of the things that have been going on in the TV shows. But, um, yeah... Ooh. Yeah, the other rumour is that the other character we'll be playing is Hydra Cap as well. Ooh, yeah, because you could have... Um, ooh, actually, yeah, bloody hell, that makes more sense, because you had Hydra Cap, then that is still a multiverse. Yeah, Whoa. and the way that that worked in the comic books was when time was rewritten, so they went back in um, Steve Rogers' life and made him a Hydra agent, like a sleeper agent from a child. That certainly would be madness. they activated him in the future. Um, certainly would be madness. It would. And, but yeah, I would actually scream if we got Chris Evans' Human Torch. <laughs> I mean, would you still scream if we got uh, Hydra America? Or would you? Um, yeah, because that, uh, that was pretty cool. I thought we were just getting a nod to it, you know, when he says Hail Hydra in, in Endgame. Yeah. I thought, like, oh, that's the most we're ever going to get of Hydra Cap. But if he's playing two roles in Multiverse of Madness, he could potentially be playing both. Very much potentially. Uh, next story, we posted about this on our socials, uh, is the new look at Jared Leto's Joker. Now, we spoke about mm. this because it was a blurry pick, but what's come out recently, if you head over to Get Real Pod on uh, Instagram, um, you'll see two photos that are close-ups of his face. And boy, does he look a little bit different in here. No face tattoo. He is undamaged. <laughs> He's recovered from the damage. It's kind of a bit like the crow, don't you think? He does really look like the crow, and I hadn't thought about that until you just said it, but yeah. I think it's because it's all very it's all very black and white, it's all very uh, monochrome, moody, um, but yeah, he's definitely got a, a different look. He's got big he's got like what we're assuming could be like either dark green or black long hair. Um, yeah, he's got a big black smear across his mouth. It looks to me because there's this weird like fake hallway slash never-ending hallway slash optical illusion thing behind him. It looks like it could be a nightmare thing because well, a- we got a shot of Batman at the same time in the same hallway. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just like um costume tests or something like that it could definitely be nightmare because it was nightmare batman that we saw mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's necessary from the same scene or whether it's just like here's a set to take these set photos in like as a costume test or something um but i think it is definitely going to be in the nightmare like alternate future yeah which will be really interesting because i think he's going to get like a really haunting look at the joker Especially with how this looks, he's yeah. got like all like like scratches and scars and like 
black marks all over his face and yeah, he looks very creepy. I know yeah. a lot. A I've lot seen people... a colorized version of this as well, and I don't know if it's you know like the other one where the photographer posted the real version of it, not the black and white version. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I saw a colorized version, and he had green hair. I don't know if somebody's recolored that themselves. Mm. Very interesting, though. It could be uh... speaking. Oh, go on. Well, I was just going to say that it's. Um... Oh, no, I gave up. No, I forgot. Go on, what was you going to say? <laughs> Speaking of Zack Snyder's Justice League, though, two hours ago we got a small teaser. Um, we get Black Suit, Superman, uh, shooting Heat Vision, looking very menacing. Uh, we got um, Dark Side slamming his giant battle axe on the ground type thing and like leaving a burning Omega symbol in the floor. But it was just like a couple second teaser leading up to we are getting a full length trailer on Valentine's Day, so the 14th. So when you guys are listening to this, it was yesterday. So we can't talk about it yet because we don't know what's in it. But have we? So this is another full length trailer because I know we had a full length trailer originally where it had uh, Hallelujah. Um, apparently there's a, there's a couple of trailers that have come out, a couple of clips. There's a Zack Justice League Snyder Cut Batman Visits Joker clip. And then there's the official new trailer, which has, looks like it has angry Superman and someone with an axe. So, so I saw a fan edit of the two photos, like we said, like the colorized Joker and the colorized Batman one. And they had like like taken the batman and like animated it in a way that it looked like a 3d camera like going around batman to see joker so i don't know if that's what it's that thing's on about because i think that was just a fan edit um, yeah maybe mm. yeah i don't think it's uh, as i've got in terms of dc anyway i think it is a fan edit this one um but no i'm it it feels like the uh the snyder cut's gonna be pretty interesting when it comes out. I don't think it's going to win. Everything that we're seeing now is totally different. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, anyway. It uh, looks looks fun. Um, next couple of bits of news it dropped very recently. Um, so, there was actually a couple of rumours just before this all got confirmed, but there was a lot of talk around the, um, the Last of Us TV show from HBO. Um, yes. So... There was a really loose rumour about how Mashallah Ali um, was offered the role of Joel in uh, the upcoming HBO Last of Us, but it came out today that it's been confirmed that Mr. Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian himself, will be playing Joel. Taking every nerdy dad role in the world, he is literally (laughs) dominating Hollywood at the moment. I mean, a very good casting, though. Like, extremely yeah. good. Like, a lot of people wanted um, Nicholas... Um, Costa Wildo. Costa, yeah, that's it. He, to him, for him to do it. Yeah. Um, just it that, I think that's just because he looks identical to him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Pedro Pascal. Like, give him a bit more of a beard and, you know, zombies. Yeah. And- the, the big news of that is, though, that um, young Mrs. Liana Mormont um, what is the actress's name? Um, Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. She will be playing Ellie, and that uh, both of these have been confirmed by Petro Pascal himself. Oh, so the two of the Game of Thrones stars, eh? Yeah, 
But she was phenomenal in that last season of Game of Thrones. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense because it's HBO, isn't it? So, yeah, they've worked like, with them before. Yeah, I, I don't know which other actress we would have around about. Like, she's like in the right age bracket for Ellie as well. Like, yeah. instead of like getting a 25 year old girl to pretend to be a 16 year old girl. And to be fair, versus the actual, like, when you look at kind of a nose structure and a mouth structure. She's not a million miles away from looking like Ellie anyway. No. Like, there's, there's a well, side I mean, by you don't side need here. to look directly like him. Like, when, no. the, when the Roos Loomer of Mahershala Ali get in the role, you sent that to me. Like, I don't think... I think it's just, like, a societal thing. Like, when we see, like, a white character, we don't instinctively think a black person would play it the same way if there was a black character, we wouldn't instinctively think a white person would play it. Mm. So I don't think any of us had thought he would even be in the running. But as soon as he said it, I was like, sure, why not? He's a fantastic actor, and he could definitely pull it off. Yeah, yeah, Um, for sure. So you don't need someone who necessarily looks like the character, just as long as they can portray the character well. Could this Um, be a really good video game movie like when we say really good could it be like well it's not a movie it's a tv series isn't tv it? series it's mm. it's going to be the best tv series based off a uh, based <laughs> off a video game yeah, true true um unless you class pokemon <laughs> or unless you class sonic the hedgehog which has got a release date yeah the 2nd of february 2022 sonic 2 is coming out and the 2 is tails Yes, because Which, Tails was the at the end uh, of Sonic 1. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. And it's if not you think it is... It's like crying. mid-credits. It's not a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, also, speaking of video game movies, we had some confirmation today that Jack Black has been cast as Claptrap in Borderlands. What? How do we miss this? It, we didn't miss it. This was the bit of news that Lawrence dropped on me when you went to grab food. No, that I'm is... I'm so happy about this. So I went onto the IMDb, and we've got confirmation that um, uh, Kevin Hart is playing Roland, which if they okay. want to comedy okay. up Roland a bit, yep, that's perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, and we we've got Jamie Lee Curtis has been cast as Tannis as well. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So we've okay. got four confirmed stars at the moment. Okay, I'm actually quite excited for this. Like, I'm Jack really Black as Claptrap is such a good idea. <gasps> That's amazing. He's not. I don't feel. I don't feel like he's done anything for ages apart from bloody YouTube. His YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> yeah. But he's doing a lot Tended of. To um, skate with Tony Hawk. He's doing. He's done a quite fair bit of video game stuff. He's done Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. He's doing Psychonauts. Brutal two. Legend. Brutal legend. Um, oh, that's really good. Oh, what a voice. Because I know we were a little bit thingy about uh, Kevin Hart doing Claptrap. Clap we, were, we, weren't, we weren't sold on the idea. But we did say that it would be Roland or Claptrap. Or yeah. a, a you know miscellaneous vault hunter. Well, this is cool, man. This is he's, cool... he, he's got the quippiness that Claptrap needs. He's got like the silly quippiness about him, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, I like it. I think I like it a lot. Kevin Hart, probably because of the other casting that we get getting so far, they're probably gonna like jovialize 
uh, Roland a little bit because, like I said, he was normally sort of like the straight guy in that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they might twist him to be a bit more of the Joker played off against maybe like Kate Blanchett's Lilith. Yeah. And an older Tannis, though, is an interesting move. Yeah. It's an interesting move. But, uh, but Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic. So. Yeah, she is a doctor, so it probably would make sense. And, mm-hmm. Who's directing this? Eli Roth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eli Roth. <laughs> Known for his horror films. <laughs> and Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh, he got thanks in Inglorious Bastards. Well, he was an actor in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be real interesting. I'm actually, you know what? This is this is getting up there on like my anticipated stuff for uh, whenever it's due to come out. I want to know who they're going to cast because it seems like they might be going for Borderlands One now. If we've got Lilith and Roland, yeah, and Tannis because Tannis was a big part of the first story. So when's this due to come out? Or is it 2022, I think? Has it got a date yet? No, I don't think it has a date yet. It's in I, I think it had a rough estimated date, but we they started announcing this just before the pandemic really hit, so that's it. I think that's why it's being so slow trickling everything out. I think they're just taking the time to just do pre-production so they haven't announced a date yet. Exciting. Anyway, there's a couple more news stories we want to blitz through Keep before going. we chat about them. Um, so obviously we had The Last of Us. Um, there's also been uh, HBO Max have announced that they'll be making an adult animated series that will focus on the origin story of Velma from the Scooby- Scooby-Doo franchise. Uh, Mindy Kaling is set to voice Velma. Uh, Mindy Cam- Kaling is from The Office. If... Oh, Mindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Uh, the one who dates Ryan. I can't remember a character. own show, The Mindy Project as well. Yeah, that's it. And also, uh, the Blue Sky Studios, who are the studio that brought us Ice Age and Spies in Disguise, have been shut down by Disney. Yeah, we spoke about this the other night. Um, they were also halfway through production, apparently. It is sad to see, but at the same time, I think they might get enveloped into maybe the Disney or the Pixar animating stuff. Yeah. Because we said this, how many times have you heard someone mistaken Ice Age for a Pixar film? Uh, like, they've proven that they can do amazing animated work, and now that they're all under the Disney umbrella, they'll definitely find work at other um, companies. I mean, it's sad to see, like, another production house close down, but if the resources are put elsewhere into other good projects, then... Yeah, so from Deadline, it says the last day for Blue Sky will be in April. Uh, the number of Blue Sky employees being impacted numbers to 450. Disney will be working with the employees at the Greenwich CT-based studio um, to explore open positions at other internal studios. There you go. Um, blah, 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 blah. A spokesperson told Deadline, given the current economic realities, after much consideration and evaluation, we've made the difficult decision to close the filmmaking operations at Blue Sky Studios. Uh, I hear there are no plans for another major studio to absorb Blue Sky's employees and operations. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. So there you go. There's the news. Yep. Uh, and the final topic that I've got to chat about, which uh, dropped, well, it, it 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 made the rounds yesterday, but it has really hit today around uh, Gina Carano's relationship with the Mandalorian going quite sour. Um, they've basically um, she's she's split from Lucasfilm. Yep. Now, so um, 
yeah, Cara Dune, what's going on there? Uh, a lot of people debating whether either they're going to be recasting her uh, or whether they're going to kill her off in the background um, in, in a story. But the whole ranges of the um, New Republic was, we were all speculating that that was going to be around her character. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, I reckon she'll probably just sort of leave, like, she just won't be in it. Mm. Uh, the same way season two, she wasn't in it for the first couple episodes, was she? Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. Don't think it's going to be like massively impactful to the story. Um. It will be interesting to see where that Rangers of the Republic show goes. Mm. Uh, whether it's going to focus around different characters because it's so early in pre-production, they can easily change it, or whether it just gets like silently axed from the slate because it was so heavily based around her. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. she's signed to... I think she's signed to the United Talent Agency. Um, oh, sorry, no. The Mandalorian actress and Gina Carano. Oh, sorry. Gina Carano and UTA Parkway, Parkways. So that's her uh, talent agency that she parted ways with. And then yeah. Lucasfilm have dropped her as well. So the the big question I have off the back of this... Now, obviously, I don't want to get into politics because this isn't a politics podcast... The the point that I kind of wanted to chat about was, do you think that what people choose to put on social media in terms of political views should impact their relationship with what they do in terms of, like, acting and stuff like that? Um, I think it depends on what they post. Like, the stuff with like James Gunn and stuff like that was from so long ago and it was intended as a joke, although he said some bad things and he has apologised for it numerous times. So when that all got brought back up and stuff um, and they've recently tried to cancel Chris Pratt and stuff as well, um, like certain things like like he made like a couple of jokes uh, like from years ago which weren't offensive in any way but somebody's decided to say that they're offensive. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to make... Like, like trying to destroy their career, but when somebody is posting stuff nowadays, which can be taken as like really out of place, then maybe I think it it's all about context. Like I'm trying to find exactly what these tweets are because, um, apparently I'm not sure if it's Lucasfilm that said this. Like her tweets were abhorrent, mm. which is like a harsh word to be saying. Um, like. We we knew she was a Republican and stuff like that, which is fine. Like you're entitled to your own political views, and that should not affect your like career in any way. In my opinion, I think if you're spreading hate speech and stuff like that, and you are saying things completely out of term, then then maybe it should. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That was quite an interesting topic. So anyway, I think that's it in terms of news. Yeah. Uh, have you got any other stories before we move on? Um, let me just double check. We've had a short list for a few Oscar categories. The only ones that I quickly wanted to mention are Best Hair and Makeup. Guess who's getting a nod in that? Birds of Prey. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Birds of, Birds of Prey is up for a couple of Oscars. Um, nice. Um, best Score to Five Bloods is nominated. The Invisible Man. Midnight Sky Mank Mulan is up for best score. Um, Minari is up there. Soul Tenant Chicago, Chicago uh, Trial of Chicago Seven. Um, 
this one had me giggling. Best song. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Wuhan flu from Borat subsequent movie film is nominated <laughs> as well as Hus- Huskovic from Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. Incredible. They're both up there, and also um, Loyal, Brave, and True from um, Mulan. Show me your soul, Mister from Soul. Rain song from Minari, um, Green from Sound of Metal is up there, and Hear My Voice from Childhood Chicago Seven. Mm, very interesting. Um, and then best visual effects. This one has some surprises in. So Birds of Prey, Bloodshot, Bloodshot, Bloodshot. That film got panned. I mean, the visual effects looked quite cool <laughs> when his face was stitching back together, but I'm surprised to see that here. Yeah. You can tell there's been no Marvel or Star Wars films. Um, so, Birds of Prey, Bloodshot, Love and Monsters, Mank, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, Soul, Tenant, and Welcome to Chechnya. Okay. Interesting. Um, Tenant is a good shout for that. The visual mm-hmm. effects and that, like, doing backwards time green screening of a plane exploding with some people going forward, some people going backwards in time and stuff like that. That's bonkers to think about how they did that, like... Like, we spoke about it when we reviewed the film, but that final battle sequence at the end, and you've got half the frame moving one way in time, half the frame moving another, and it's a long, like, overarching tracking shot and everything. Like, the amount of visual effects that went into making shots like that is insane. Just to make it look so fluid and just so, like, weirdly natural. You're going to need to, like, green screen off certain areas of the screen like set up um, a camera rig and like recorded movements of a camera rig so that you can do that forwards and backwards following two different sets of actors and green screening off certain parts of things and then layer them over the top, make sure mm. they're both graded the same and everything because they're shooting outside during the day. It's like, whoa! Woof. Yeah, mad. Madness. Um, yeah, anything else... Um, we we're having some different films throwing the hat in the ring. Uh, Nomad Land is going for Oscars. They're pushing Frances McDormand. Uh, she could potentially get a third leading actress win this year because Nomad Land's had a hell of a lot of buzz about it. Um, that's really everything that I've got. I believe at the moment. Cool. Do you want to chat about Super Bowl trailers? Yeah. Super quick Super Bowl trailers. Super there's quick. really not many of them. Yeah, let's um, do it. Uh, I'm just checking there's no TV news that quick. Nope. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> let's switch over. So, Super Bowl happened. Uh, who won the Super Bowl, Chris? I don't... Do you know what? I haven't checked this year because I wasn't interested in either of the teams that were in it. It was none of my teams, so... Fair enough. Super so, Bowl, uh, the Buccaneers won 31-9. to Sheesh! They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, yes. Okay, right. First trailer I've got. Uh, we're taking this list from Entertainment Weekly. Thank you very much, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, F9, Fast 9, Furious 9. F9, they can't Fast even be bothered Saga. to say, like, <laughs> can't even be bothered to, like, write the full title anymore. They're like, you know film, what it is. This film hasn't already come out. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's easily mixed up with the last eight Fast and Furious films. I can understand why you think it's not out already. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what happens in this trailer? 
absolutely nothing. There's 15 seconds of hugging in a 30-second trailer. Helen Mirren drives a car because she's back in the films. Uh, Charlize Theron is back. And then a car gets pulled through, I think, a shop in London by a giant magnet. Giant magnet. Isn't, isn't that what they did in um, Six Underground or whatever that film was? That's just such a fast Seven and furious thing. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, but it's not a new concept. We've seen that in like loads of films lately. Like, uh, is I think it's Six Underground. You know, the Michael Bay Netflix one with Ryan Reynolds in. That yeah. was all about like mega magnets and shit like that. Like, Chris, when did um, when did Fast and the Furious franchise stop becoming just about street racing? And when did it become so much more? <laughs> when, um, what happened? How did this so happen? the first one was street racing, the second one was an FBI sting, the third one was drifting in Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Then after that, it became like an espionage thriller type FBI sting operation. Like it just became a whole thing. The first one was about people selling DVD players, like stolen DVD players, and now it's like tanks <laughs> and missiles on ice and people magnets through buildings and jumping a car from one Dubai building to another. What a time. It's it's actually insane. I don't think I've watched like the last three... The last Fast and Furious film that I think I watched was called Fast and Furious, but it was like the sixth one or the fifth one or something like that, but they just called it the same as the fucking first one. <laughs> like, I think like the names got so convoluted that they just went back to numbers, but now they've dropped everything and it's just F9. F9. <laughs> that's 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 what you're going to be slapped. Well, thankfully, they've only got another F10, F11, F12, and then they've run out of the keyboard, so... <laughs> yeah, but don't forget the spin-offs. Wait until you get Fast and Furious Saga, Hobbs and Shaw 2, the Electric Boogaloo or something. Wait till you get uh, ESC and then CTRL and then ALT and... What are these abbreviations for? If you're on a Mac, it's CMD and... Uh... Oh, oh, function control alt command. I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> Fast QWERTY. Anyway, that's uh, way too much about... Oh, look, people enjoy these. I mean, they're still going. They they're, do. They've got do an you know audience. What? Do you know what? They, they got to the point where they're so just out there now that they're just... Like, they are decent films and I'm, I'm saying that loosely they are decent films they're like it's better than bad boys for life and stuff like that it's like <laughs> it's just a waste of time to switch your brain off with some popcorn like if you want to watch it sometimes like, it jumped the shark need. it had that bit where like the cast left and it went bad and then the fifth one came out so all the cast came back and then they slowly bring, bring in the cast back and then like it's a whole fucking thing is is the rock in this one i don't know Vin Diesel John Cena's in it now (laughs) Jesus oh yeah Uh, right it's a a John Cena thing now as well as yeah yeah yeah. of course he's playing fucking um, Vin Diesel's brother just two big men in vests (laughs) (laughs) anyway also why have they not mentioned his brother in the other eight films and apparently he's the biggest criminal in the world (laughs) (laughs) anyway we've got a couple of anime logic is what it is We've got a couple of short other ads as well. So, uh, well, they're all only thirty seconds because it costs you, I think, two million for a thirty-second advert during the Super Bowl. Wow! So that means Falcon and Winter Soldier cost how much? Did you say two million? 
Three million? I think. I think the last I heard, it was two million for a thirty-second no, spot. It cost eight million to put uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier in. That's oh, is it why it's a two-minute trailer. Yeah, that's why it's exactly Ooh. two minutes. No more, no less. Um, right, so they might do your deal if you take more than thirty seconds, and if you're Marvel, maybe. Yeah, they um, probably right. own the Super Bowl. I am trying to move on. <laughs> I keep trying. Banter. Banter. Right, nobody. Nobody. Who? No. It's it's what's-his-face. It's Bill Bill Bob Odenkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mean to go back to rambling. No, it's uh, Bob Odenkirk. It's Saul himself. It's Bob Odenkirk as an ex-retired hitman. And he's yeah, we spoke film. about this trailer. I don't think there's anything new in this trailer except for they talk about his homemade lasagna. Yeah, it's, it's a very burnt lasagna. It's like, lasagna, look, I'm though. a stay-at-home dad, but I'm also an assassin. What's your review of that lasagna? It's pretty burnt at the end. Yeah. It's probably because he left it in too long because he was too busy like trying to silently snap a guy's neck so his family wouldn't notice in the other room. So, yeah. the, so the lasagna ended up getting a little bit burnt. I love Bob Odenkirk, and I can't wait for this. Can't wait for it. It does look good. Yeah. I'm surprised it had a Super Bowl trailer. Well, but there's not many other films coming out at the moment. There's not other, there are many other films that they could get to like, fill all the fucking trailer slots. That's why uh, Falcon like, Winter Soldier got two minutes, because they were like, oh, you could have 30 seconds, or we have got another one minute 30 if you want to have the rest of that. It's like, please take the other one minute 30 so we don't need to wear even more Budweiser adverts. <laughs> we don't need to bring back weather for the eighth time no. in the last 20 years. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Ray and so that comes Dragon. out April 2nd okay I was yep no moving you on <laughs> sorry bro <laughs> two, two words on. was all I tried to get out just two words <laughs> we'll, we'll probably talk about it when it comes out we'll probably we're trying to get this. this below one hour long we're keep trying to, moving we're trying to play that Super Bowl game of keeping all of our trailers we're trying to keep we, look we got nine and a half minutes we need bro. to keep this segment to 30 seconds per trailer right Raya and the Last Dragon no new footage it comes out on what March 5th cool Right. It looks good. We spoke about four trailers for it. We've spoken about Raya and the Last Dragon a lot. So the next one, which is more of an interesting one, which can take up more of what we're talking about, and it probably should have had a longer trailer for the Super Bowl because it's something new, but old looks really good. Yes, so this is the new M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie. People getting um, old really so... quick. Why are you growing up really quick? Yeah, it's like the beach, but you get old. <laughs> you were six about ten minutes ago. What happened? Yeah, like this looks like... Like, mind trippy. I'm trying to find the cast. Um, now you're a hundred years old. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Old is an upcoming American psychological horror... Thri- hor- a psychological horror thriller film written, directed, and produced by M. Night Shyamalan inspired by the graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre-Oscar Levy. Levy. Uh, Alex Wolfen is the, the not Wolfen. Alex Wolf is the actor that I recognise. Eliza Scanlon, uh, who was in uh, Little Women and Baby Teeth. Uh, Thomason McKenzie, she was in uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, the guy at the end. I wondered why I recognised him. I thought he kind of looks like a really weird Jude Law, um, but it's not. <laughs> Um, the guy right at the end is Rufus um, Sewell. I think that's how you say his surname. And he is um, John Smith in The Man in the High Castle, who oh, is yeah. 
the uh, the Nazi guy and um, what the villain in Man in the High Castle. I thought I recognised yeah, him right at the end. He's been in loads of stuff, yeah, but in that shot, it doesn't really look like him all that much. The very he's um, he's the person at the very 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 end. Maybe I'm thinking think. of someone else. Let me check out this like shot. there's like a little shot where it's somebody like holding onto the face and it's like oh yeah 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 that's okay. that's him I think. There's that's a guy him. that looks like Army Hammer with old man makeup on as well. <laughs> Army Hammer with old man. You mean the guy who yeah, turns if- around on the side of the beach? Wearing the blue t-shirt, yeah. Just yeah, the free, free, uh, freeze frame, it looks like Old Man Army Hammer. Um, uh, this is interesting. Yeah, it's got a pretty stacked cast, but like, I, I mean stacked, but not stacked stacked. I mean like, lots of people who are up and coming. Um, like I mentioned like, Thomas and Mackenzie and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm like, Shyamalan's like, not churning out movies at the moment, so hopefully like, and it's not his original concept as well. It's taken from a graphic novel, so maybe he'll stick the landing a bit better than some of his scripts over the last ten years. Yeah, you can um, expect a big twist. You can expect a big... Well, I think the big twist is that people are getting old. <laughs> no, there's there's usually another twist in an M. Night, M. Night I reckon film. the twist will be that they're not actually getting old, they're just like forgetting the years passing or something like that. So like they've been on this beach for years, maybe. Oh, the twist could be is Rufus Sewell is actually his character from the Man in the High Castle and it's all a big <laughs> Nazi experiment. It is. They're playing with the occult. They've opened up the Ark of the Covenant just off screen behind a couple of trees just off the beach. There you go. <laughs> He's um, really good actor. Yeah, like, re- like I just, just to just to, to to say again, he's really good in the Man in the High Castle. I'm going to stop I'm talking to about think. that. There's now. like there's like one role that I always remember him for. He was in the Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel. No, it's from like a few years ago, from like when we were younger. I remember anyway, him being in a film, and I can't remember what it is. I'll let you have a think about that. While we move you on. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier got a new trailer. It's a big, long trailer. Lots more f- new footage. Looks fun. Good vibe. You um, get to see Zemo being Zemo. Yeah, so I saw a really interesting little theory about um, the Zemo mask. because it's. Oh, uh, it, yes. Yeah, did you see the thing how it's compared to Thanos a little bit? And, like, obviously it's purple, but it's got, like, the extra detailing in it. That's it's got kind the ridges of, and stuff. Yeah, a few people saying that it could be like a, a Thanos cult thing. Yeah, he's doing it to like mock the heroes, especially like because like Bucky and Falcon were snapped as well, so it's meant to like instill fear in them almost. Yeah, and it could also be because um, you know all that. I mean, pro- people probably don't know exactly what happened, but you know you had the stuff going on with Thanos, and then Captain America disappears, so you never know yeah. that what the actual true story is with stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it looks fun. looks very action-y, doesn't it? It looks like a it bit... It does, of, like... Bit of... This is filling the action quota for the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, that's it. A lot of people... Like, a lot of the one-star reviews on WandaVision, as we were looking at before, is a lot of people being like, oh, there's not enough action, and what the, what the hell's this? This isn't Marvel. This isn't superheroes. And it's like, well, you just need to wait for this to come out because that's going to fill that quota, as you as you said. So yeah, but yeah, I'm excited uh, to see a bit more out of um, what's her name, Erin Kellyman as well. Yeah. So she was Enfin's nest in Solo, and okay. like I feel like half of her scenes from Solo were cut out because she seemed to be a really important character at the end. But mm-hmm. she wasn't like 
were hardly in the film. Um, mm. So I'm excited to see more from her because she seems like a good upcoming actress. Um, and she seems like she might be kind of leading that um, that like militia, you know, with like the black mask with the red handprints on them. Yeah. What's the Baron Zemo villain all about then? Just like not too spoilery about what happens and stuff. Is he is he got like any kind of powers at all, or is it just that he's a um I think he mystery um, man kind of thing. He's normally a Captain America villain, so that's why he works well in obviously um, Civil War and um. Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously picking up the mantle from um, there. He's one of the masters of evil, but I don't remember him ever having superpowers. I think I don't think he ages at a normal rate because I'm pretty sure he was a villain for Cap during like the Second World War, and then was still a villain later on. And I think it's because he doesn't age properly. Uh, abilities, sci- scientific genius, master swordsman, hand-to-hand combat, skilled strategist. Mm. It's interesting that they're bringing him back, though. Like, I-, I like how they've decided to bring him back for Falcon and Winter Soldier rather than trying to get somebody new in. Um, yeah, I think they intentionally didn't kill him at the end of Civil oh, he, War to bring him back. He intentionally didn't kill himself at the end of Civil War. Well, no, he went to, but... Um, Black Panther got his hand over the gun barrel in time. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. That's exactly what happened. And also, um, the Thanos theory that we were talking about, yeah, I've just seen photos of his comic book self, and it probably just is because that's how he looks, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, it would be a cool way to, like, introduce it in the series as to why he's wearing it. Because the entire world knows who Barrett and Zemo is now. Yeah, true, true. We shall see. Uh, next trailer uh, was Clarice and Yellowstone 1883, which unfortunately are trailers that aren't available in our country. So I can't even yeah, tell so you anything about these. Clarice is apparently following on straight after Silence of the Lambs. Um, okay. But obviously, I think the recasting. Um, hello, Clarice. Uh... Could you imagine if that's how Hannibal Lecter said it in the film? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Clarice! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Dead menacing. Um, oh, God. Oh, apparently this is a um, series premiere today. Oh, okay. Apparently it's going to air today. It's on 6.4 out of... Um, first episode is on 7.4. There's going to be 10 episodes. But for some reason it said that it was on like... Six out of ten on IMDb. Mm. Yeah, so we've had um, a look at the untold personal story of FBI agent Clarice Starlin as she returns to the field of work after about a year after the events of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, mm. so they've recast. It is now Rebecca Breeds playing Clarice. Um, who was it originally? I'm blanking on a name. I can uh, see her face and I can't think what her name is. Jodie Foster. Okay. Yeah. I want to know if Hannibal Lecter's going to be in the series then and who's going to be playing him. Anyway, what's the Yellowstone 1883 about then? Uh, not a clue because it's not based off a film that I've already watched. So. Do you reckon it's about the world ending? Oh, it won't be because it's 1883. Yellowstone. 
We're not from America. What's Yellowstone famous for? Uh, Yellowstone National <laughs> Park. Yellowstone prequel cast. It's a prequel to Yellowstone, apparently? Uh, Is there something about Yellowstone, apparently? We'll launch a new prequel series this year. It'll be cast for Yellowstone 1983. This Talk article. to the audience, Chris. Talk to the audience. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm talking, I'm trying to read and talk. Paramount teases, okay, it's just a tease. Uh, so it's an origin to the series Yellowstone. So there's a TV series called Yellowstone. I'm, I'm seeing a picture of Kevin Costner. Is Kevin Costner in this or was he in the original series? What's going on? <laughs> Sam, help me. Uh, I'm peddling water. I'm seeing a photo of Jeff Bridges. It, is it going to be Old West in Yellowstone? Is it? Is that what it's going to be? Chris? Maybe. Chris? It's on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, <laughs> coming <me>. to America. <laughs> we can talk um, about this one. I didn't watch the new trailer. I'm guessing it's the same as the trailer that we spoke about last week. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. We literally just got a full-length trailer. Why would I watch a 30-second version of the same trailer? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's not a lot. It's it's all not in America. It looks like it's not in America a lot. No, it's very much not in America. There's like no. probably the opening 15 minutes is going to be in America. Um, we spoke about this literally last week. Super Bowl was shocking for film trailers this year, probably because there's no Marvel films or DC films or anything like that coming out. So it's yeah. just a load of stuff that we've been seeing for the last year already. Just giving it some, uh, in case you haven't seen it online, you can watch it as part of the Super Bowl kind of thing. I think it was only really old and Falcon and Winter Soldier that had any new footage in. Yeah, that's a shame though. I would have maybe have liked to have seen something from the Eternals or... Uh, I'm still waiting for at least a teaser trailer or something, considering that yeah. film was meant to have come out already and it's wrapped production and it's like, should be finished post-production by now because they've had an extra year to do it. <laughs> How have we not even had a teaser for it? You know what? Uh, you know what Google's uh, release date is for it, Chris. <laughs> what? It's tomorrow, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's the twelfth of February, apparently. I think that was the first time it was delayed. Was put to the yeah. Harry Styles is in the Eternals, apparently. I heard that ages ago, but I think it's only a small role. Uh, November the um, 5th. set photo of Hayley Seinfeld as Kate Bishop. Oh, look mm. at this. We've got a costume. Okay, we've got more news, guys. <laughs> um, I'm loading up the image now. It's very purple. Very in keeping with Kate Bishop from the comic book. It's books. come full circle. Um, it's come full circle. She's wearing jeans and a purple archery top. Uh, she's got a bow and arrow. It's not a fancy bow and arrow. It's just a normal bow and arrow. Um, cool. Wonderful. I like Hayley Steinfeld. She can be in more stuff. Well, I guess that's it for the week, eh? Is that the uh, the end of another another week in the uh, the Get Real uh, House? I, I guess so. I the Get Real Party House. Yeah, I think that's it. The Party House. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Again, Bruce Loom is getting pissed and shitting in the other room. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we calm down we, we, for like an hour an hour a week when we sit down and record the podcast and other than that yeah, we're like just, absolute just, party central we turn it into a silent disco for an hour they've got uh, the headphones on in the other room oh God. <laughs> two of the executives that we talk about two of the investors are hooking up in the other room they're bevied oh i'll um, tell you what we put a sock get, on the door 
tell you what we did get a look at very recently um to mention it there was a new trailer for that uh pacific rim tv series that's coming out oh the there anime. was i forgot about yeah. that last week yeah did you watch the that pacific rim in... the black yeah and it's in australia oh is big that where kaiju. It's yeah it's big kaiju it looked pretty good actually the animation style seemed to work for it really well yeah. the 3d anime style yeah i think it looks good i think it's um, um, australia is an interesting place to set it yeah also, I did see a news article earlier today, but I don't know how true it was, that apparently um, the stuff they were tossing about for Pacific Rim 3, which is no longer happening at the moment, it could potentially be revived in the future, was going to connect to Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh. Or at least to the Godzilla vs. Kong multiverse like series of films that they're doing. Very interesting. Not multiverse, but you know. Cinematic universe. All right, Chris. Let's end the show. <laughs> I'm going to go silent disco now. I'm just going to go up to an absolute mad silent disco until we record next week. Yeah. Blow we have nothing else drums. to do. We don't actually work. We, we, just, we just rave in the other room. That is working. That is working. It's my job. Anyway, um, yeah, make sure you check us out. Socials are as follows at Get Real Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can email us getrealpoduk at gmail.com. Go on, Chris, your bit. And if you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you want to listen to us. If you head over to Podchaser, leave us a rate and review on there. It'll syndicate it. I like the word syndicate to all the other uh, podcast distributors and networks. Um, yeah, but the best way to support us is to share us with a friend. Share us on your socials. When you see us drop that new episode post every every Monday and every Wednesday for the Get Real Gaming, just uh, just click that little paper airplane, share it to your story, tell a couple friends about us, and that's the best thing you can do to support us. Also, let us know what you want us to cover next week, because at the moment there's really nothing happening. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a new show. There'll be something new on Netflix. Oh, um, Marie and... Marvin and Marie, is it? The... That's just come out. Maybe, Maybe we'll check what that we should out. do, we should have a wheel, Chris, that we spin when we don't know what we're going to talk about. There's a Space Sweepers on Netflix. The Space Sweepers on Netflix. Do you know what? That actually looks pretty good. That's a Japanese movie. on. Yeah, let's watch Space Sweepers. Let's do Space Sweepers next week. It looks pretty fucking good, you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, catch you next time for uh, whatever our episode's going to be. We'll see Spin you next week. Spin that wheel! Spin that wheel! I hope you're slowly fading this out.